Discussing all things, including science, religion, philosophy, art, politics, art, film, film, which is also an art. art. But no, it's not an art. We already went over that. No, video games aren't an art. Film isn't either. Black people aren't people. Black people aren't people. I com- I immediately recount that statement. If anybody takes that statement out of context, they will be sued. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm totally concerned. <laughs> Uh, yeah, welcome back. It's been a it's been a few weeks since we put up a new episode. Um, we have been going to zoos and science museums, and yeah, I turned a full twenty years old. Good, good fifth century. Good, fi- good fifth century. Yeah. Uh, but it's okay. We had a good vacation, and we're back to get on the old. Hard hit, hard train. train. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna cover all the issues. Yeah, straightforward. Pretty much. No lies. No lies. Actually, no we're guff. gonna hit like one issue, probably maybe a couple. Well, we'll we'll have micro issues. Yeah, that'll be micro issues. 
Yeah. You want to fight about it? I don't know why I, like, I just turned into this like half-confrontational guy. Me too. Don't worry. <laughs> I, think, I think that's the part of the entire persona of, of being a, a, a radio show. You have to be always ready to fight. Gotta be, if anybody challenges you, you've got to put them down with a gun. Yep. You've got to be able to fire quick. It's the whole. I mean, did you learn anything from Clint, those Clint Eastwood movies? No, it's not actually about how fast you you shoot. It's about keeping cool under fire. Oh, okay. Because if you shoot fast, pull fast, you know what happens? You miss, or you misfire. So I gotta go I'm do it. Do it just slow enough to where you're calm and cool and collected, right? What's up? <laughs> hey guys! Amazing. All right. All right. Let's well, go. Uh, I think the first thing we want to address is the great as hell email we got this week. Whole... It was the day before my birthday. It was actually two emails technically, but... Absolutely unbelievable. I, I, no, I had to seriously do some background searches to make sure this person was a real, like... Yeah, when I say unbelievable, I don't mean... Like it's almost like we were we were super disbelief. we were super disbelief. skeptical yeah. about whether or not this was uh, a legitimate email, but I feel relatively certain that it the is. Evidence, the evidence points towards an actual person. Yeah, towards a towards a uh, a, a person serious about what they had to say. Uh, what is the read, read the uh, email aloud? All right, this this may seem incomprehensible at times, so bear with us. Uh, okay, science. You add to it and take things away from it. All the time. The Bible, on the other hand, you do not. One of you guys sounds like that dude on that 70s show. Animals feel pain, dickwad. Signed, M. Letter 2. <laughs> Just because you're smart doesn't mean you, can, you must turn your back on the Bible and bash faith and belief in the word of the Father. Shit, damn, fuck, hell, so fucking what? I can cuss too. Sounds like the making of a good movie title. I can cuss too. Following the blockbuster smash, I can cuss, comes the sensational I can cuss too. Hollywood, my nickname at work. Jesus had a cock, and it cocked a doodle doo. Oh, serious penis, Penelope, Cyrus, eeriously. Oh, Cyrus. Oh, Cirrus, penis, circumspection, foreskins, <laughs> north, south, <laughs> east, and west. Hold on. It sounds like you're casting a spell, like you're shouting incantations on us all, like spreading a curse. Penis, Osiris, east and west. Uh, Samson Ives, David too. I'm just waiting for a lightning bolt to come down. <laughs> lightning bolt. <laughs> and great Goliath, Jesus Christ, and dead shall live. And you want acceptance, and don't we all? Being parable-awareable is an art. The Bible lives. This word is analogous insinuation revealing the truth of to righteousness of the ite. My notebook doesn't write very well, or I do not wryly write upon it. M. <laughs> so we sent him a nice letter, or uh, basically saying how most of it was incomprehensible nonsense that we talked about why b- belief in 
the Bible was not justified uh, a little bit and why uh, it makes us angry that people try to make their laws based it, on the Bible. It's silly. Oh, it's it's really inane to do that. Ah, ah. That guy sounds such like a schizophrenic. Yeah. Uh, I, like, it's like he was just looking around the room. He had a room full of posters. That said stuff on him, like Jesus. Yeah, I, I thought I, it's 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 like uh, where, you, where you go where you go on like uh, you play like leapfrog with your thoughts where you just he's just writing everything that came to mind. It was like uh, okay, what he did was he sat in a spinny chair, spun himself around, took pictures, and whatever he saw in those pictures, he wrote down. He saw several religious figures, uh, penises. <laughs> um, uh, movie posters, the Bible, holy shit! I I just that that was I I I had to immediately email my girlfriend to ask her if she thought it was for real, and then I asked uh, Nighthawk over here the next day, uh, like what he thought, and I because I I already sent a response by that point, but it was just like, are you freaking kidding me? And uh, now you got airtime, so I hope you're happy. I hope you listen to this episode. I'm not gonna give your name away, but I, w- I wasn't. I w- M. Well, That's I mean, it doesn't even start with an M. I don't know why he signs his letters M, but it's. An, well, I mean, he should sign him Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. Man, that reminds me of uh, of uh, what was that movie with the witches and the, the black cat that could talk. Are you talking about Sabrina the Teenage Witch? No, it's not the Sabrina. <laughs> it's it's it had the zombie with the sewn lips set. Oh, um, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus, yes. Yeah, there you go. Because there was the, they kept on calling him Hollywood because of his sneakers. Did they really? Yeah. Did they say Hollywood on them or? No, that's because he's from Los Angeles and he moved to Salem. Oh. Yep. All right. <laughs> that's one of my girlfriend's like favorite nostalgic movies. Yep. Yep. Nostalgia. Okay. It's full of regrets. <laughs> that just sounds like your childhood was just full of just empty and just empty horridness that you wish you never lived your childhood out. I can just see me stepping like on a cat's back and then having a golf club and just <laughs> and then knocking off its head and then realizing what I did. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, uh I'd have to say that that in that email partially inspired me for this week's topic, at least uh yeah, partially. But I've also been doing uh, more research. I did, I haven't really learned anything new that or that I didn't already know, but just uh kind of a refresher. On Jehuzis. the on yeah Jehuzis on the history of Jehuzis, otherwise known as Jesus in uh, Western culture. It, he he's known as Jehuzis in or, or in Jeez. in uh, Jeez, man in in mole man culture. Oh yeah, yeah. mole man mole man culture. Mole man. Okay. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I decided to uh, basically format my research about the history historicity of Jesus and uh kind of talk about it today because uh I personally 
do not believe that he existed. Uh, most color, most biblical scholars, at least New Testament scholars, would contend that Jesus existed. They don't have a particular reason to say that he didn't exist, but uh, at the same time, they don't have they don't, a they particular don't, reason they, to say he did exist. It, it, it's kind of they they think that he existed, but they don't think that basically what we have are reliable sources of information for of what he was what he was but they think that he is probably you know an important uh well bart d Ehrman, one of the leading uh scholars on jesus in the world thinks that he was an apocalyptic prophet uh of of, of sorts like that that's he he was basically predicting end times and that's where you get you know the verse that says um, and I say to you, uh, this generation shall not pass before, you know, the end has come or, or whatever. I don't remember. I think it's the son of man has returned or something. And, uh, that, that was like, yes, the people that he was talking to were, were probably going to die in the next 10 or so years. So, because most people didn't live past the age of 40 yep, back that then, was very venerable. uh, unless you were rich and you could Afford. afford clean living. Um, but disease was rampant. Pretty much. I mean, pe- people were just dirty all the time, so they couldn't Hygiene. really... Most people didn't bathe regularly. Yep. Due to lack of proper That's um, why irrigation. I mean, plumbing and aqueducts and stuff like that. Another reason why uh, Jesus' sacrifice wasn't really a sacrifice, in addition to be- be- being able to become God for eternity... Uh, <laughs> He was going to die probably in the next five or so years anyway. He just experienced being a man for how many years? 35? 33. 33 years, which is a blink of an eye when you're God. Yeah. But not 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 all, well, every, I would say every Christian sect pretty much, or like 99% of Christian sects today agree with that, except for Gnostic sects, which I'll get into the those sects uh, as we go along. But, okay, this is what I had to say that... that Jesus. People claimed that he died for our sins, but in order for people to establish that they or that he died for our sins, they must establish that he died at all, which means they must establish that he lived. So can we say for a fact that Jesus lived and said and did the things written about him? What and what evidence is there for this? So first of all, what does the Bible have to say about Jesus's birth? If you look at uh, Matthew chapter two verses one and two. I don't have my Bible on hand. Well, lucky for you, I've got I've got one right here. Basically, uh, it says after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem. Whoa, came from came, that was only on our end, but it was still shocking. Whoa, <laughs> came to Jerusalem and asked, "Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him." So. Well, there's a couple things here. First of all, as far as dating it, uh, he was born during the time of King Herod, according to the book of Matthew. And King Herod was lived from 37 to 4 BCE. Uh, I mean, right now, like he's pretty much dated to, to 0 or 1 CE. And, and so if you just say during the time of King Herod, you say 4 BCE, that's, you know, gives him the most leeway. Um, but I also want to mention here that the Magi came from the east, but they also saw the star in the east. So that they travel around the whole world to get to the 
to they, get to Jerusalem. Well, they traveled further east. They came. They came from the Orient, though. Yes. <laughs> so, so they came all the way from the Orient. They. They. Yeah. They came. So from the, are they like Persian or something? I think they're more east than that. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, that shows you that if, if they would have stayed there, that they would have found Jesus. All the the. I don't want to say bad words. The Chinese. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> the M word. Is that what you're going to say? No. Uh, okay. So we have that established that we say 4 BCE could be earlier, but we'll we'll just say 4, 4 BCE for the sake of argument. So the only other birth, um, birth story. The Eastern thing should be just forgiven because it's irrelevant. At, to looking this, looking but... at the perspective of the times. Oh, yeah. The earth is flat. To no, I, I understand. And that's part of partly why these texts aren't really reliable history, but, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, uh, but yeah, we can understand what they mean and it's irrelevant to my point, but, um, what's your point? The, the, all it has to do with is the, the, uh, well, at least right now, the birth of Jesus. So, so you're trying to throw a red herring at me. Is that what you're trying to do? No, I just thought it was you're funny. Like, with hell when he stumped. Like, no, because I, I mentioned it. it was irrelevant to my point. So Now it's because I pointed how irrelevant it was. <laughs> I'm so great. <laughs> okay, Go ahead. so Go ahead. Uh, Luke chapter 2, verses 1 and 2 says, uh, In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken place or taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. Okay, so this one establishes Jesus' birth uh, during the census under Quirinius. So first of all, that census is nonsense because basically the census that the Bible uh, says had to take place, in order for that census to work, everybody had to travel to the land of their ancestors, which really doesn't make sense. Um, but basically the reason... A lot of people think uh, that, you know, the author of Luke made up this census. You mean, you mean God? Yes, God. Uh, was so they could fulfill the prophecy that the 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 Christ was going to be born in Bethlehem. And because they weren't, the, in that story, they weren't born in Bethlehem, or they weren't in Bethlehem, they, and then they traveled back. Um, I don't remember where they were. But, so, yeah, that census doesn't make sense. It's like if they had to take a census today and we had to travel back to Germany, if we had to travel back to, you know, where we where, were, where, where our, gra our great-great-grandparents were from. Immigrated yeah. to here or, yeah, unless we were, of course, Native American. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it really makes no sense, especially in a time where traveling was really expensive and, and time-worthy. Well, here we just worthy. So it's not so hard think about it but I'm, I'm just talking about the the pure logistics of it it doesn't make any sense yeah it does well it's a conspiracy man <laughs> Germany, okay they have they have our our blood vials oh yeah yeah that's where that's how the stork gets the gets the, genetic the dna material. The genetic material to lay an egg and bring it to our, our parents yep 
he just comes swooping down in, slings. He slings the uh, egg right in up in your the vagina. I mean, you're really lucky that you don't get smashed. Yeah. Well, some people do. That's how. That's they get. an abortion. Yeah. <laughs> Stork goes to hell. <laughs> okay, so dangerous job. Uh, and then, but the 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 main the re the reason they're able to date the, uh, when Jesus' birth is according to Luke is because uh, they talk about Quirinius's governorship. And Quirinius wasn't governor till six or seven C.E. So that's a whole ten-year gap between the date of Matthew's or the date according to Matthew and the date according to Luke. Uh, that that's an extreme amount of difference. Um, but as we'll see later, that none of these gospels were written until at least thirty years after Jesus was dead. Um, okay. You look it's an absolutely stone-cold face like you're not having this. <laughs> I can't believe you're talking like about Jesus that way. <laughs> okay, so Buffoon. so Jesus is dated Buffoon. to about 1 CE, dying around 34 CE. So, And since the Bible doesn't seem to give an accurate picture of when Jesus was born, what other sources do we have? And that would be none if we're talking about because contemporary his, sources. Because his body ascended to heaven. What does that have to do with it at all? You know, I, you know what I don't understand exactly. Why would the angels need to take Jesus' body to heaven when there's a there's a stink soul, bot, like mind soul separation? Well, they didn't. I don't think the the, the angels. Then why wasn't there a body there? The the well the okay. animals drag it away. That's what I'm saying. The well, it's funny you mentioned that because each of the resurrection stories is different. As according to like, who was the, who who saw the empty tomb? What did they do after they saw the empty tomb? Who was there? Was there a man in the tomb? Uh, was there an angel there? Uh, and what did they do afterwards? Yep. Each every single one of the gospels is different. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, another reason, especially if you're talking about resurrections, which are already unbelievable in the first place, why it's unreliable. Um. So, uh, no other sources other than Matthew and Luke give an, give an event for us to date the birth of Jesus at. Not only that, but no other source, not even the Gospels, were written during the time when Jesus would have been alive. And only uh, maybe one of the writers would have been alive at the same time of G as Jesus, and that was Paul. Because uh, Paul's epistles were written from 48 to 68 CE, and that, you know, letters to Galatians... Uh, Letters to the Colossians. There's a bunch of them. Uh, Romans, letters to the Romans, etc., uh, etc. Et so, but Jesus was not a contemporary, or Paul was not a contemporary of Jesus. Uh, the only reason Paul was a Christian, I think he was a Jew and he was persecuting Christians, but he, he claimed to have uh, a vision when he was traveling on the road to Damascus. Uh, and basically God spoke to him and said, yo, Jesus is Christ, yo. And, <laughs> and he's like, Whoa, I got to believe this. And I can write up, to my got, buddies. <laughs> gotta, gotta hit him up on my Bluetooth. Yeah. BT. Uh, and so, uh, Paul claimed to have met, you know, Jesus's brother and mother and father and such, or I think his mother, I don't know about his father. Um, but he never mentions who Jesus's mother is. So he claimed to meet people who know Jesus, but he was not a contemporary of Jesus at all. 
Um, then if did did they ever find Jesus's tomb? Oh no, that that James Cameron. I know he made a documentary. He made a documentary. About... No, that that would be that would uh, been you know Publis- definitely in my research. <laughs> because... And I wouldn't have been afraid to hide it because I don't really give a damn if you know they they could have established that Jesus actually existed historically. Because that doesn't that doesn't, that, doesn't demonst- that doesn't demonstrate his miracle claims. That that's that's like saying that the emperor of Japan still like Tojo. Became, yeah, no. <laughs> he he would have to say that he's a divine being too. Like I mean, he exists. Yeah. yeah or well, but, even Julius Caesar, who was claimed to be a god. Julius Caesar, we have, uh, we have actual like contemporary evidence we have things signed in julius caesar's name yeah we have busts of his head but it does not prove that he is a a divine being because simply because he existed yeah he did a lot of things so that that's one of the lessons for today is just uh if if you're reading or if you're listening to this and you happen to be a, a theist of the christian stripe uh apply your skepticism you have to you know say muhammad uh, Muhammad's divinity. We have more evidence of Muhammad. We have contemporary writings. Uh, I don't know about. I, no, Muhammad was illiterate, so you know that's one of the reasons they're like, "Oh, the Quran is so special because Muhammad was illiterate and, and he, he wrote it." No, well, they don't say he wrote it. He dictated it to somebody. But they're like, "Well, spoken Arabic and written Arabic are different, so you can't translate them to to writing." And I think that's probably utter nonsense. I'm thinking if somebody knows how to read uh, and or write and speak Arabic, they can probably transcribe them. Yep. But that's just my opinion. Um, but yeah, uh, apply the skepticism to the other claimed divinities to your God, especially because yours is one of them with the least amount of evidence. Uh, so uh, we shall continue. Uh, the Gospel of Mark wasn't written until about 70 CE. Uh, and I zoned out. What did you say about the evidence? What that, 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 uh, the evidence for your claimed divinity is the one with one with the ones amount of the least amount of evidence. So they can explain more, uh, because we have observable, uh, evidence. Well, uh, Jesus, uh, we don't have as much. So we actually, by using Occam's razor, we should actually use Muhammad's. Well, he he would he would definitely be in the lead as opposed to yeah, Jesus. Yeah, we would have to. Like I I I've talked about that to, uh, to Christian people, to other Christians that I've had discussions about this sort of thing about that that I don't understand why it's special pleading really to accept Jesus over Muhammad. Well, really, it's all it is because. Uh, they got to him first. Oh yeah, that the, their their parents said, "Oh, look at how nice Jesus is." That's like, uh, it's like uh, saying that there's Santa Claus, never ref- refuting that there's a Santa Claus. Like telling the children, "Well, there's no Santa Claus." Yeah, like that's what would happen if you can. If nobody told you that there was no Santa Claus, uh, well, first of all, well, Santa Claus is a little more ridiculous to him because you're saying that he's coming into your house yeah so, so there, there's just, a, there's actually a chance of you observing him and that and that's what you know most kids are, are skeptically minded enough to where they're going to you know peek out of the their bedroom to see if if uh 
Santa Claus comes with the Christmas presents or, um, you know, they notice that Santa Claus's handwriting is just like their parents' handwriting. But, but let's say I said, uh, that's why people believe in ghosts as well. Like if I, if I say that there are, are no observable evidence of ghosts, like electromagnetic, uh, generation, whatever. And, you know, noises of things falling. Well, you know what that is? That's just a, the expansion of the matter in the house. Yes, it is. <laughs> the creaks and cracks in your house, that's just... Uh, Especially when you live something... in a house with other people. Yep, and also uh, in the winter it happens a lot more often because uh, uh, when, your house your house heats, when your house heats, it, it, it expands and contracts. Yeah. That's why the wood cracks when in your house. I know it's a creepy noise because you think that... Yeah, it, it, it definitely um, happens more in the winter, I've noticed... Uh, if a house has a creaky floor, it's gonna the floor is gonna creak a lot more in the winter than it does during the summer. And uh, so, yeah, that I mean, I can explain it like that. And that and that's something uh, I can explain. I think I think if we didn't have this lore of ghosts uh, in our culture, people wouldn't think twice about those noises. Well, that they would get, they would probably think that, that somebody else all is in their derives house. Derives from the the myth that we have a soul. Oh yeah. So, a soul without a home is a ghost, which can explain anything. Yeah. We can say... But it's it's funny um, why I've always... Well, not always. I, I've recently pondered, why can ghosts walk through walls, but they, how can they walk on the floor? They're floating above the floor. They're acting like they're walking on the floor because they they want to reminisce what it feels like to walk, to, you know? Oh, pretty good a pretty good cop out there that was the perfect ad hoc i just know how it uh i just psychology of ghosts hooking up with the divine think about it think about the psychology of ghosts yeah pretty good okay back 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 to jesus so uh then one second well where we were talking about that we were talking about uh evidence this is how it's relevant to what we're talking about Mm -hmm. like just evidence in general that that you need an actual something related to the thing that you're trying to prove. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can actually, uh, you know, it doesn't need to be physical, but it. Oh, I guess it needs to be physical. It needs to be tangible. Tangible. Like, you have to under be able to understand it and uh, sense it at least. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean. Well, actually, it have to. It would have to be. Uh, co- I mean, uh, and it has to be. Um, mutual between minds it has to be objective it can't it can't be like that's why um personal experience is really crappy evidence like yeah you just you just you just relating stories eyewitness evidence is like the very it's, it's a really really we watching, bad evidence remember and the, we were watching thin blue line mm-hmm. and uh there was that lady that said oh i'm really good at solving mysteries like you know like i can i would try to find if i can solve it uh, in the mystery shows before they can solve it yeah and then so she gives off this crappy evidence to the the court which ultimately relates to the guy getting jailed yeah which he seemed to be innocent yeah like the evidence but but her claim of well, wanting to be better at solving mysteries sentenced the guy to prison yeah the is it i Eyewitness testimony is such a bad, uh, you know, claim of evidence that I I almost wish we didn't use it in our courts, uh, you know, unless we had some way of. Well, if you of, have enough of, eyewitness testimony, well, then the, it kind well, of. Well, 
yeah, and they and they are mutually corroborating. But the thing is that a lot of times those people will talk to each other and, and alter say, each other's memories. Yep. And and that's why I wish if there if you know if we had some way of confining those people and say you write down everything you remember right now. Well, and... I don't think the witnesses should be able to interact with each other. Yeah, then I don't think they. I think the jury. Well, is... they. But what happens is, you know, at the end of the day, when everybody goes home, they can. You know, they I don't suppose. have a way of monitoring that. Like, oh, did you see that? Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, now I'm starting to all make sense. You know, like they can't. They can't. I don't think they can be the in the courtroom. Mel- memory is very fallible. It's just, it's ridiculous. Our, like, our, our brain fills in so much. If you ask two people to re- recount the same events, they'll be drastically different. That that. Uh, that uh reminds me i haven't read this book but i've i've heard about it and it's called on being certain and uh i think i've heard about it the it's it this i don't know if he was a philosophy teacher or what but he um it was like on the day or like the day of or the day after september 11th he had everybody in his class write down what you know where they were and what ha- what was happening you know when the two, the two the two towers were hit and yep. i don't remember if it was like one or two years later maybe it was five see i can't even remember but i'm also having brain problems right now that i Way won't go into. excuses excuses uh, but anyways he asked them you know to write down what they remembered writing down or, you know, what they remembered happening on that day, you know, two years later instead. And so they compared the, your, your original piece of paper with your new piece of paper. And there were people that, that were just vastly different from what they originally said. And, and there were people that were saying stuff like, uh, well, that's my handwriting, but I didn't, that's not where I was, you know? So, mm-hmm. Your memory fills in gaps, and you know our memory is relatively reliable. But there are a lot of pro- there are a lot of problems oh, with our memory. Uh, specificity, Speci- specificity, specificity. Boom, uh, is not a strong point in our. Memory. Yeah, um, we 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 generally. I, I'm not trauma has a negative connotation, but I'm using trauma in a. Uh, a connotation of highly impactful or uh, stimuluses and or stimuli and events that happen that uh, are really impactful to us. Though those in a broad mm. sense get memorized, but we don't memorize all the details. The funny thing is that you can uh, implant those kind of memories, those traumatic memories, into somebody by telling them that they had that and repressed it. That they're trying hip, to forget hypnoto- or yeah. hi- hypnosis, just uh, psychotherapy. Yeah, in general, that's but... that's also why um, some of the like with the priest sex abuse scandals and stuff, they they don't necessarily trust all of those people's um, memories because basically you can lead those kids to have those memories, uh, and there's there are other problems with that like there's a a documentary called capturing the freedmen's that's out mm-hmm. i think it was up for best documentary in like 2003 or something maybe 2005 oh, I, we talked about this <clears throat> yeah and it was about a a guy that was convicted of child molestation mm-hmm. actually like a lot of child molestation 
and he ran, he ran like a computer lessons program thing in his house uh in the 80s and then he got convicted of child molestation and there's this one guy that i think it was you know in the late 90s or something that he got convicted it was way after he was done with those computer lessons oh and he had child porn too but um awesome. you know there were people that that they their testimonies based and like their memories of it were because of their hypnosis and i'm not saying that those 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 kids are lying or anything but you can't necessarily trust their their testimonies because of the fact that a lot of times when people put themselves uh in a state where they can be suggested so easily that they can be led to have memories like that yep well there's not going to be anything like consummate on on uh memory you know yeah and, and and you know that's that's another reason why these gospels are are a bad example. I mean, like a lot of people can't remember what they have for breakfast in the morning. You think that they're going to remember all the details of what happened thirty years ago to when this yeah. guy was doing magic in the desert? That's why you have to. Uh, well, especially if these stories are being, you have to really look if they match up. And they don't. Like, I mean, it's easy to read them. In church for like how many days but i mean it's just it's especially like, when they're so spread out i i know uh my grandpa tells a different version of uh three little pigs than my grandma does but i mean uh it's it's all the same story but there's little details yeah and some of them are different. some of them are big details like uh like what i said before about the resurrection story or like um in the gospel of john you know the story of the the adulteress, the woman who gets caught mm-hmm. uh, in the act yep. of adultery, and he says, "You know, those who are without sin cast the can cast the first stone." That isn't yep. in the original text of yep. John. Uh, they they think it was added in. Yeah, and um, because it was basically they they think it was because like in Matt in Matthew chapter five verses seventeen and eighteen, mm-hmm. Jesus talks about how. I'm not here to uh, change the law. I'm here to fulfill the law, basically saying that the, the law of Moses is going to stay. And But he does change the law. He changes he? the kosher law, and he doesn't even keep it. He works on the Sabbath and um, while he ch- – yeah, the kosher laws. Uh, so if he breaks a promise, does that mean he's a liar? Uh, depends. If he's a, is he a lawyer? Has he ever lied? Have you ever lied? Uh, so – with with John or in that story, basically, he's trying to get around the question, or like they wrote a way for him to get around the question of, well, are we supposed to keep the law and stone this adulteress to death, or uh, are you going to, you know, and and then you won't be your peace and love Jesus anymore, or will you uh, say that we're supposed to keep the or we're supposed to change the law and then you're not the Messiah anymore. So he basically says, you guys can stone her, but want, uh, not unless you think about your own sins first. And then he basically avoided the question. It was a red herring. So he's like, he's like, if I throw, well, no, he, he, he didn't answer the question. He doesn't. Well, he does technically answer the question. Cause does, does he throw the stone? Jesus never throws a stone. Then he, then he, because He's basically saying Jesus is supposed to be sinless, but not according to the the uh, 
Gnostic Gospel of Thomas, or the yeah, the infancy Gospel See, of Thomas. It's almost like he realized what kind of laws he made when he was up in heaven. It's like, oh. Yeah. Well, that, 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 that's a... I'm so clever. The, the, the Gnostic Gospels make more sense because they're kind of more... They're, they're Well, they are more polytheistic, basically. And I'll explain those in a second. Um, okay, but I'll... Matthew and Luke, again, were written in in between 80 and 90 CE, and then John was written sometime between 90 and 100 CE. So that's really between 30 and 70 years between, or 40 and 70 years after Jesus died, pretty much, that anything was even written about him. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe someday we'll find some contemporary writing of Jesus, but I mean, uh, paleontologists, or archaeologists have been looking for a long ass time and it looks like slimmer and slimmer chances every day those are the technology and we have these days one, one, we one, one computers and gps satellites I mean, one, one of the holy <laughs> shit <laughs> amazes me sometimes sometimes i wake up and i think my bed's gonna walk away or something because i'm like holy shit martha Look at that you, whale did you install the treads on this bed Okay. Um, shit, what was I talking about? Sorry. I don't remember what I was saying. Sorry. Um, You're saying that they they were searching for a long-ass time. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So, um, the the apologist answer to that, you know, you know, why haven't we found any contemporary... Uh, writings of Jesus or like, you know, people that have written about Jesus while he was alive. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they basically say, well, would you expect to like, you know, Romans were all, always around like trash and shit and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, if, if you're the son of God, aren't you able to like preserve the shit that's supposed to make it believable that you existed in the first place when the whole thing that that is contingent on you know what you your believe. your your story being true is the fact that you fucking existed i mean that's that's like the the primary thing that matters for for most other men in his, in history you know we we have you know writings and stuff from them but but say you know this whole time uh, George Washington, his na- we find out that his name wasn't actually George Washington. It was, you know, George Fullerton or something like that. That doesn't really change our purview very much. You know, it's the it's more about the things he said and did. Well, let's just say because there's this Masters of Horror uh, thing called the Washington Washingtonians or something like that. Okay, and it's about. Uh, it's about how people were following George Washington. He was cannibal. Like, oh, really? Yeah. So say we found that out, that, that was the truth. Like, we have that down in history. What what would our view be on George yeah. Washington then? We think he is fucking insane. Yeah. Well, I mean, the and the thing is, the definition of Jesus, if we found out that the that um, some guy did all of those things that Jesus is claimed to have did, but his name was... Uh, Oh, okay. was Bob or something? That's not going to matter, you know. It's it for as far as people go, like it's it's. Doesn't it, Jesus have an actual? Uh, it's not necessarily just Jesus. Yeah, like 
that's his name like i'm uh like bob like bob doesn't really mean anything like there's no uh well history of bob but jesus actually has a a meaning to it like what is it emmanuel was what like the prophecy said it was going to be named and that means like child of god or something i can't remember you can Uh, look it up i i know it has a a like uh an actual definition behind it you know not like he was that means it means god is with us but uh jesus uh i can see if there's a so really he could have had another name but then he could have just been called jesus in the bible because well yeah yeah i mean especially because the people that wrote the gospels and such are getting at least third or fourth hand accounts it could be just called zeus we could just call him zeus jesus yeah. jesus um <clears throat> The oh uh well the like the Aramaic pronunciation of Jesus' name is Yeshua, if that's what you're looking at. But uh But I know it has like a in in the language it has a uh, like a specific meaning. A specific meaning, like I say cat and cat is a feline. Right. Right. That when names had were more tied to their meanings uh back then. I Or like shoemaker. Or Schumacher, it's Shoemaker. Right. That's what you're... Like, the Christ was something. Like, it's Mary was not named Mary Christ or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Christ isn't isn't uh, a last name. It's it's just... mean It's the Greek word for... That's what Christ, I was thinking. Christus, which is, means the anointed one. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, nobody really knows... I don't know if they so had a family you, name or not. So, I don't understand when saying Christ is a, is a sin, exactly. Because really what you're saying is, like, you can't say king. Yeah. You can't say king because that's, if you say king, if you say the title, and really, it's taking his name. If, if somebody says Jiminy Christmas, they're just replacing it with Jesus Christ with Jiminy Christmas. Just Isn't that taking frick. the Lord's name in vain? But, I mean, they mean the same There's thing. nothing intrinsic about words or, like, just sounds strung together. It's just the fact that we've put some meaning on t- them. Some people take it the wrong way because they put the wrong meaning on it. I can't find a... It's just like if I said, instead of saying, like, fuck, I said... It, it, it looks... I can't tell. Oh, never it, mind. I think, I think it says Yeshua means he saves, but... Never mind. Never but mind. I could be wrong. So, we'll continue. So, the first non-biblical source we have of Jesus' existence is Josephus. And he was a Jewish uh, historian for the Romans. He was born in 37 CE, which automatically puts him after the time of Jesus. So, first of all, he's not a contemporary. Um, and he he wrote um, his collection of history called the Antiquities of the Jews in 93 CE. So that's a long time fucking after time. Jesus. Like that's a super fucking long time. And um, and he's a his he's a historian of Jesus. Not an autobiography of Jesus. Yeah, I mean, not an autobiography. But so a he heard stories and basically, basically, they heard about Christians. But uh, he has this one passage. He only wrote two things about Jesus in his thing, and uh, th- this passage is is thought to be a derivative of an actual passage he wrote. But 
it was tampered with by Christians, so we can't really tell, or pretty much it's widely considered a forgery, even by Christians. Um, I mean, even a long time ago by Christians that it's not actual writings about Jesus because, it, okay, I'll, I'll just go ahead and read the passages. Okay. Now there was about this time Jesus, a wise man, if it be lawful to call him a man, for he was a doer of wonderful works, a teacher of such men as received the truth with pleasure. He drew over them or over to him both many many of the Jews and many of the Gentiles. He was the Christ. And when Pilate, at the suggestion of the principal of principal men among us, had condemned him to the cross, those that loved him at the first did not forsake him. For he appeared to them alive again on the third day, as the divine prophets had foretold these and ten thousand other wonderful things concerning him. And the tribe of Christians, so named from him, are not extinct to this day. So he was a Jew. He never considered himself a Christian in all of his uh, days. And that is like the extremely ridiculously Christian passage. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody can really argue with that. There are people that do argue against it, though. Okay, um, so the next historian that wrote about Jesus was Tacitus, who was also, I believe, a Roman historian, who uh, was born in 56 CE, again, uh, after the time of Jesus, and he wrote uh, his historia, or his uh, memoirs of history uh, called The Annals. Uh, in 116 CE, and he ma- basically just mentions the existence of Christians, which I don't think anybody is denying. Obviously, they persisted until now. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna. Uh, Doesn't change my purview at all. Atlanteans, like I'm, like oh, like I mean, well, okay, one second. Atlanteans are bad. Huh? <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, the Vikings don't exist because you know their gods don't exist yeah and that's yeah it, it's it's I, I was gonna say that uh we don't have any evidence for the atlanteans really do we i not really we have mentioned we have stuff at the bottom of the ocean that people find and think that it's part of an ancient civilization we also have people that think ghosts exist inside of houses because yep. thermal expansion. It's funny. I've heard people want they they want to start a TV series that basically is like the opposite of Ghost Hunters, where people go to like claimed haunted places and just sit around and just record it themselves. Wouldn't be as exciting. Record themselves doing nothing. Like, where are the ghosts? <laughs> I mean. You you could honestly get away with that. No, you couldn't because you know what happened? They get sucked into a vortex. <laughs> a timeless vortex. And they everybody would, would forget their no, existence. They would think that time passed, but then you know what will happen? We find the rotting bodies within a matter of five minutes. They go in, five minutes later, it's like they were decaying for thousands of years. Dust. I was going to say, they're not, they're not there anymore. Uh, no, but it's like there was no bacteria in the room because the bacteria all died. Then how are they decaying other than like radioactive decay? Oh, there you go. 
That that wouldn't decay their whole bodies though. Okay, so there was one bacteria that didn't reproduce, and he was really angry. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was a he was a bacteria on steroids. He was going at him really fast. He's like eating cells one at a time. Perfect, perfect, perfect example. Exactly. Okay, so back to Tacitus. <laughs> uh, the he he mentions Jesus only in the sense uh, th- that that. Um, that's where Christians got their name from. So the example is Christus from whom the name had its origin talking about Christians suffered the extreme penalty during the reign of Tiberius at, uh, during the reign of Tiberius at the hand of one of our procurators, Pontius Pilate, Pilatus. Um, but this also, you know, just is more evidence of it being, you know, probably somewhere around 10th hand accounts by that point, because, not only um, was he not a contemporary of Jesus, but uh, Pontius Pilate was not a procurator. He was a prefect. Uh, mm-hmm. And that is something that's widely known by historians today because of other writings about that Pilate's shows, position. That shows his poor research. Yeah, bad historian. Um, well, I'm not sure if a lot of historians in that era just would have known. I mean, I'm I mean, not. Are they just going him. back on memory, or are they? They the, well, the Romans like I know they they, they, they had they their they records. Ha, they didn't keep the records of the people they crucified, but they kept the records of, um, you know, their their prefects and procurators and governors and such. I would yeah assume that they did. Um, but that that's also an argument that Christians give as well. Would you expect, uh? Romans or there there to be a record of something that happened so commonly as a crucifixion and I'm not uh, no one's denying that you know the the crucifixion part it's part of the story well, but but that's not that's not it's it's the fact that there's nothing in all of the 33 years that Jesus lived see what were uh what I'm supposed to say like oh it would help if they would if there was some sort of record yeah know? yeah I mean it, if, if if we if we looked in you know if there was a list of names of people that got crucified say then there's you know Jesus you know or Yeshua and then or, well in in Roman it would be Iesu but um, what we're trying to find out is not uh, if he didn't exist we're trying to find out if he really did did like, exist we're trying to find proof that. I know no one's trying to disprove no one's trying to prove that he didn't exist what people people need to demonstrate that he did like it's 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 the whole uh not guilty guilty or, or innocent like, you know no nobody has proved Jesus innocent of existence you know he's he's not been uh but he uh right now he is not guilty or no no sorry He's Am guilty right? of existence. Yeah. Once you exist, you're yeah, no, that, that, no, yeah, no, but okay, <laughs> that's not the analogy, <laughs> but that's funny. Um, so if you take, uh, you have to prove that the person is guilty, or you have to prove their innocence. But you're not guilty until you are proven either, either way. way, and that's where we it, stand. Yeah, that's that's the it's whole a neutral point. You know? It's just, I mean, atheism is the same way. It's the the decline of a god there's or like i guess weak atheism weak atheism and strong atheism and then there's theism 
So if you're a strong atheist, you actually believe that there is no God. If you're a weak atheist, you don't believe that there are any gods, but you don't necessarily believe that there are no gods. So that's what people commonly mistake to, yeah. mistake as yeah. ag- agnostic. Well, yeah. But, well, I mean, that's what the common you would say. Oh, uh, or yeah. Well, I I think it's um. Well. Most people say, like, oh, I don't know if he does exist, but I don't know if he doesn't exist. Like, yeah. I'm an agnostic. That's what they will say. Though, though um, the the problem with that is that I actually know uh, of and I know people that would label themselves agnostics that actually, like, have theistic beliefs. Like, they they basically are agnostic theists. They're like, oh, I don't really know, but, like, they kind of have, like, this, like, theistic tendencies type thing. Yeah. And so, uh, basically, you can because you can be an agnostic, atheist, agnostic, theist, gnostic, atheist, or gnostic theist. So if you answer the question with theism well, or atheism, how... then it then it's kind of a I do or I don't believe in a god. Yeah, that and that and that's why I think it just makes the the question more simple. But I mean, that's not what people would call themselves. You know, if they say if if a, some weak atheist would say they wouldn't say, "Well, I'm a weak atheist." Some people do. I mean, I mean, not common. Like it's not well, an I, entirely I, common thing. I don't hear it all the time when I'm talking. Some I either hear somebody say there's they're an atheist or if they're agnostic or they're a theist. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying that that I I hear uh, more often than I even expected to hear when I used to label myself agnostic. Um, that that now I hear more often people who label themselves agnostic who are actually theists. Well, well, yeah, but I'm I'm trying. To, what I'm trying to say is that most people that are having a neutral standpoint will call themselves just plain agnostic. Yeah, that's what I'm just trying to say. I'm not trying to say that. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. People. I guess people that that um are people are more willing to label themselves atheists if they feel more certain about it if that's what you're saying yeah okay okay i'm not trying to say that that there are no theist agnostics yeah because really uh that's kind of like you know how we were talking about gay straight thing like nobody's entirely yeah that's that's the i mean that's that's the point nobody nobody should be a gnostic in either way um and that's and that's part of the reason why the agnostic thing uh, can be misleading, but you know what I mean? Like no one, I, I mean, unless a God has actually talked to them, they can't, they can't be a Gnostic theist really. And if you're a Gnostic atheist, well, that, there are certain people that believe that there is a God. I mean, yeah, that's, that's so that's, well, when that's they what, believe they know, they think they know that there is a god that i mean that's 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 the problem because there's a difference between you know knowledge and belief like well yeah but i mean they there's like ray comfort to him he, he knows that there is a god yeah so he would never classify himself as an agnostic right and then there's cer- certain atheists I, that say they know there isn't a god so they wouldn't classify themselves but there's certain people that are just uh plain apathetic agnostic that don't care whether there is a god or there isn't a god so they don't Say they just say that I'm agnostic because I'm absolutely central. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like I know, 
I know what you're saying. I just don't think that the labels useful. are correct. But I, yeah. I know. But I'm not trying to. But say But you're saying like what what people say actually what is, say. What is correct and what isn't correct? I'm saying the com the layman's term is if you're neutral, you're agnostic. That's what people will say. Like yeah. Well, like yeah. Like I, I would t- I would classify classify myself as ag- as an agnostic atheist. Though I would probably be. Uh, while while I wouldn't say you know I know that there are no gods, I'd probably be be more inclined to say I'm I, not aware I, I, I'm that there pro- are any gods. Well, but uh, I'm saying that I'm probably more along the lines of a strong atheist, depending on what you mean. Yeah. Um, because you know a deistic god that doesn't care about uh, the our universe, uh, that that type of god is more likely to exist in my book than any sort of personal uh, god yeah i i almost I, I i'm i'm probably a strong atheist considering all of those gods mm-hmm. um but yeah that that was a that was a good side rant we got a yeah a good uh, so what were you uh, even talking about uh about, about it went from pilot being a prefect to a bunch of other stuff Did, okay we went saying that so many i think people. it was labels because i know in death clock there was the atheist church and they were talking about like praying to god the no god and then the agnostics that came in and they like they impaled all the atheists oh yeah and they're, like, <laughs> they're like say yes to maybe yeah i remember i remember that <laughs> that was funny uh yeah i i think um also, yeah, people that would label themselves agnostics uh, are also like, yeah, they're more of a a maybe type crowd that they're more inclined to feel um, like it's way more possible that there is a god than a person that would probably label themselves as an atheist. Yeah, like I just I just think it's 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 in the line of apathy, you know. Yeah, like um, the guy that was going to be in the room earlier tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, just it's it's uh, not necessarily. That like, makes me. Uh, I, I think feel I've, it's heard, I've heard the term apatheist before. Awesome. Uh, and I think that that would be a perfect word to describe that guy. Yeah. Uh, but, anyways. That uh, guy. That that guy. Uh, Talking about that guy. Yeah. Ooh. So next off, we have uh, Pliny the Younger, and uh, he was born in 61 CE, and he was writing to the Emperor Trajan, I think that's how you pronounce it, in 112 CE, the year of his death, Uh, and he says, uh, those who denied that they were or had been Christians when they invoked the gods uh, in words dictated by me offered prayer with incense and wine to your image, which I had ordered to be brought for this purpose together with the statue, statues of the gods, and moreover, cursed Christ. None of, which those, uh, none of which those who are really Christians, it is said, can be forced to do. These, I thought, should be discharged. Others named by the informer declared that they were, uh, they were Christians, but then denied it, asserting that, there had, that they had been, but ceased to be some three years before, uh, others many years, some as many as 25 years. They all worshipped your image and the statues of gods and cursed Christ. Uh, this does, does not attest to the existence of Jesus at all. It's really only attestation to uh, Christians saying that 
they wouldn't worship you, Emperor. They would only worship this guy named Jesus. But, you know, that's so. that's uh what, eighty years in the past? That's like uh four generations in that that span of time. That's a long time. Very long time. Uh so it it really doesn't uh doesn't add up. So next I mean next we have the Gnostic texts, yes. which is a sect of Christianity that basically be- oh, gotta crack my back. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mark Levin. Uh, get off the air. Uh, I wonder how long we'd stay on the air if he was controlling our show. I think we've t- discussed this before, haven't we? I don't think so. I feel like we have, but it wouldn't be very long, especially, you, especially this how show. You, how do you think he'd get us off the air? With his, us. with his, uh, yeah, just like a god, socialist, <laughs> Marxist. He 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 take a giant power drill, drill up from underneath us, and cave the floor out. Just cave it. He's out. a mole man. He's a mole man. He's a mole man. He can't be a mole man. He's a Christian, isn't he? Uh, probably. <laughs> Uh, he's a. I think he's a member of the Republican Party. <laughs> well, drill, baby, drill. That's all he has to say. Just like Sarah Palin. That, so she's a mole man too. It's but a conspiracy. It's just like the <laughs> reptilians. Uh, okay, so the Gnostics they believed that the God of the Old Testament was the creator of the universe, but was an imperfect God, and the, uh, which this is why Jesus came. He was a lesser God, uh, basically a demigod. Uh, like sort of, sort of, sort of like a spiritual guy, like like her was like a spirit type like of a Krishna. Uh, yeah, Krishna is sort sort of, uh, but he was there to save everyone from God's uh, like the the Mosaic laws that were really brutal and stuff. And because Jesus was more love and PC than everyone else, though he did create hell, so. <laughs> Uh, but, but uh, not, I don't know if that's according to the Gnostic no, text. Satan created hell. Oh, it wasn't in the old Testament. Satan. It doesn't matter. He was, he was, he tricked you into thinking it wasn't in the old Testament. He erased it from all the books. Then how can we trust the Bible at all? You just got to do it on faith. <laughs> but, but if it's possible, or if it's like highly possible that Satan be could trick you. Sa- yeah. Satan, yeah. I mean, if. If 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 some sort of you know divinity wrote the Bible, I would say it'd be more like a Satan type character. I mean, like the the God of the Old Testament's very you know in the realm I of what. I honestly think Satan's the good guy in the book. Yeah, he totally like re- he he was the one that told Adam and Eve the truth in the Garden yeah, of Eden. <laughs> he he's uh he's kind of an underdog. He's like look in the face of this Almighty Being and saying you jerk. Yeah, he. He's because uh, he was jealous. The, That's why also, he's evil. There, there's statistics online that you can find. Why it, wouldn't it, you be jealous of God? Seriously, I mean, the only reason powerful. why we're following him is because he's well, going to kick our ass. Is, yeah, exactly. And we we want to go to heaven, don't we? So we want to experience what God experiences, right? So we're just jealous that he's, that he's experienced since eternity. So we're just going along with this game because we want what he has. I mean, it's just like. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's Satan the, just that's the difference between uh, 
at least Christian morals and, you know, secular morals is that it, well, most, I mean, most people form their morals in a secular fashion anyway, because they figure out what the actual consequences of their actions are and then, and have empathy for other human beings and do that. Most people say, uh, uh, won't say that if they're going to punch somebody or hurt somebody, they're going to say, uh, well, it'll cause pain to somebody else. Like it'll cause pain to that person. It's other that, than saying, "Oh, I'm going, I'm going to go to hell if I do." Yeah, and that, and that, that's the basis for a lot of Christian morality is that oh, there's no morality without God, and so if there's no God, you can do whatever you want. I'm, no. I'm sorry, that's that's what, uh, that's not really how it works when you deal with other sentient beings on a day to day basis. Like, you still feel pain even if there's no God. Like, you still feel fear if there's no God. Yeah. Like, God... I mean, as far as we've observed, God isn't carrying our, our neurons to from, you know, the tips of our fingers to our brains. Well, you know where the, this, the soul resides, right? We discussed this, right? The submotor cortex. That's, is that where uh, free will is at? That's where your 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 body when you hold your fingers out and you think of a movement. Oh yeah, and the yeah. and the the perfect noise. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> so you can barely hear it. It's, if it's, our, it's the sound of our our middle finger and our thumb, uh, leaving separating. each other, separating. Perfect. The essence of true goodness. Yep. Uh, <laughs> sounds, when you say the essence of, essence of true goodness, it sounds like a water commercial. <laughs> uh, that that um, that water commercial, the Evian commercial in Zoolander. Water the essence is the of essence of wetness. Wetness is the essence of what was it? Beauty or something like that? Yes. If you could only see our faces right now. Shit, what were we talking about? Oh, oh the, I was going to give that stat where um, the only people that – if you if you compare the number of people that God has killed to the number of people oh, that Satan has like killed. like 10 million. It, I mean like you can't even quantify it completely because if you talk about like the entire population of the world at the time of the flood and – You know where the source is, right? And, the Bible. Yeah. This is in the Bible. This is yeah, this is only I mean, there's no history, there's no historical accounts of any of these well, things. Well, I mean, but the Bible like this is what It's glorifying these things. It's Were it's, you the one that showed me the pic the graph, the I think I probably did. Uh, there's the, a, there's the a bar graph. Yeah, the bar graph. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and and Satan only had 10. 10 I, it was probably less than that, I think. No, it was said, it? it said kill count was 10. And and you know the the only reason Satan was Satan was allowed uh Satan killed those people was because God permitted it in the book of Job. Why Why can God just uh, end the existence of people? Especially and send them to eternal torment. But he can't end the existence of, of Satan. You'd think he'd be able to beat Satan just easy. Yeah. Like. That. that he, probably he, evil. Probably he should have known in advance that. Satan and like a third of the angels were going to betray him. Yeah, he he made him that way. That's why. That's another reason why I think the Gnostic text makes more sense, is because 
God is an God is God is imperfect, and yeah. um, he's he yeah he's 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 a he's a jealous, asshole. full of hatred God. No, let's say it. Asshole. Asshole. He's a wreck. Oh, my lips are he's, my lips are tingling. <laughs> he's a rectum. He's a sphincter. He's a sphincter. Uh, but the, yeah, the Gnostic texts. A they pulsing all... sphincter. <laughs> pulsing and sphincter. Sphincter. Absorbed <laughs> absorbing souls. The okay, so the Gnostic texts are there there's pretty much no narrative to them like there are in the gospels and such. Are you alright? I'm thinking of something horrible, like when, when God speaks to Moses instead of a burning <laughs> bush, it's like it's a, it's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness okay i hope we get email for that uh this is okay the, the gnostic texts basically are just a it's just i'm a, sorry but now i'm thinking of when god comes he's trying osiris to speak, penis speak, he's trying to speak to noah or whatever they come giant ass in the sky it's just <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Uh, and then he's like, holy shit. Literally. Literally. Oh, that's, that's what he floods there. Uh, we're done. We're done with that. As soon us. as it turned into a shit joke, we're done. Uh, all right. Holy. Not, not, okay. Gnostic texts are basically just the, the sayings of Jesus. They're, they're different than what uh, actually are written in the Bible. Uh, but, uh, there's no narrative, so there's not uh, actual stories of what Jesus did, except for if you're talking about the infancy gospel of Thomas, which actually had, I think, the stories of when Jesus was like basically ages nine to twelve, and in, in this, in this gospel, you have stories of Jesus uh, getting jealous of his schoolmates and stuff and turning them into goats because he got pissed. And he he even killed some of his teachers because he got so pissed at them. So he was he was raging. He was basically he kind of sounds like Damien in The Omen or whatever. You know, I haven't seen it, but I I I know the, about the character, and so yeah, that does sound kind of right. <laughs> like absolutely anti-Christ, evil. You know, he, he just makes me think of like a World of Warcraft character or something like. Tur- turning people into goats and stuff. He's just like this little. He's this little. He's just this little imp and just, just. Uh, you know, don't piss me off. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know who my but dad is? Th- he's fucking god. <laughs> the giant ass in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> and then when Jesus was born, he was this mutant ass thing. <laughs> shooting lasers out of his oh hands. my god <laughs> turning people into goats so then there's wine over there he's like <laughs> and he like flexes his, his sphincter and then it turns in it. <laughs> and then there's all <laughs> <laughs> and then some of the blind guy comes over and is like, oh, heal me. And then he absorbs his head and his ass. And then he heals his blindness. 
Oh, speaking of that story, uh, there there are two different accounts of of the story of healing Lazarus. Yes. And uh, he says, I think he says, um, you know, heal me, Savior. Like, you're the one that has the power. And the the adopted version says that, um, and the Lord was filled with compassion, and, and he healed the man. But they're basically, they think that's the earlier text... Because they they have two different versions and the and the one te- the other text says, and the Lord was filled or the Lord got really angry, <laughs> <laughs> and he and then he healed or he says I like I will heal you or something, but the you know they think that that was the original one because, uh, I'm sorry there's an inside joke with getting really angry so that's why we're laughing, but uh, they think that that's the original one because of the fact that. I mean, which one is more likely to have been the one that was ch- it changed to? Would they rather have changed it to got really angry or would they have rather have changed it to something that was kinder? And the likelihood, it, it makes more sense if they would have changed it to being kind than if they would have changed it to being angry. We want our, we want our Lord and Savior to be a no-nonsense kind of guy. He's like, I'll fucking heal you. Boom, anger. He's like, yeah, there you go, you fucking wimp. <laughs> get out of my get out of my sight yeah oh that's my. right keep running now you can see where you're running when I come for you you can see me coming come kick your ass that's ridiculous why why uh, we're saying so many blasphemous things yeah well it's not uh, blasphemy is a victimless victimless okay, crime social social yeah but, uh, blasphemy you know, I don't know yeah uh okay so Again, the importance of going over all this is essentially that there's no real reason to believe that uh, Jesus, like, there's no, there's, I, as far as I'm concerned, none of this is good enough evidence to say that um, a Jesus that was similar to, well, maybe similar, but a Jesus that was accurately portrayed in the Bible um, ever existed. Yeah, yeah. E- even if you take away the the miracle stuff, I I would say that that's it's still um, probably not an accurate portrayal. Especially, I mean, it's thirty years after the fact before anything was written down about him. So yep. it, I, I would recommend uh, pretty much any of the books on Jesus and some of the lectures uh, by Bart Ehrman. That's E H R M A N. And he, he is a he's a great scholar on Jesus. Uh, he was a evangelical Christian, I think. And when he went to started going to college, he went to Moody Bible Institute, which is an evangelical college. And then he went, he kept studying, and he learned the history of the books and realized we don't have any of the originals. And so, if the originals are the inspired word of God, how do we have the inspired word of God now? And it he doesn't believe in god or anything like that anymore um which makes sense the more i mean the more you study the type of thing the more likely you're not gonna believe it um yep and but he he's very 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 knowledgeable about this type of stuff so i'd recommend any of the lectures and anything you can get a a hold of that or even he's been on the colbert report twice and they are fucking awesome interviews they're really funny um, so, um, yeah, 
establishing a person's existence, uh, especially when that person is supposed to be the divine savior of all mankind. You know, it would help if we had a photo. It, yeah, it would help if, if it wasn't uh, during a time where everybody was uh, illiterate, uh, no technology, or very uh, primitive technologies. Like, we can't, what if there was a, a, we might as well just say Jesus was a caveman. Like, there yeah. was a, like, he came once time, one time before, you know? Like, but, but, or he was Neanderthal. That, you know? That'd be funny. I think that would be funny. I, I just don't see a good reason to say that Jesus existed. And if, 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 if people are going to claim that Jesus died for my sins, I, I, I want them to at least uh, demonstrate that he died in the first place. So, yeah. um, I don't know. I don't have much to, else to say about that. Neither do I. I had another story, but we don't really need it. Uh, no, I'm not going to go over it. doesn't matter. Well, we're, we're, I have we're, some ideas for next time that I want to discuss, but to, it, it, would, it wouldn't be... Superfluous, you know. Like, do you want to discuss it off the air, or do you want to discuss I mean, it on? Well, you know, it it, do, it doesn't pertain to what we were talking about. Oh, that's we, fine. we already took so much time talking on this subject that if we go into an entirely different subject, we it could would go on forever. Oh yeah, you know. So I think now is the time to end. Yeah, you know, that's fine. We did it. It was a good, it was a good topic. I, I I had a good time researching it. So, uh, if you'd like to email us, oh, I forgot to uh, mention the new domain that we have. You don't have to go to the tiny URL link anymore. I mean, they, I think you still can, but uh, it's easier to access. I think if you go just go to mentalmasturbationpodcast dot com, and uh, the website still looks the same, but. Uh, it's easier to access there. You can email us mentalmasturbationpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, download any of the past episodes Oof. we have, or look at our bios. Oof. You know oof, anything? Oof, triple oof. It, it's, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I don't know what I was going to say else, but uh, I don't know what else. But uh, also, don't. It. What? I was going to say, uh, oh, you can uh, add our Facebook page. We have a link to our Facebook page on our website. Yes. Please, please feel free to to incite debate. Yeah. Don't, don't be afraid to challenge us on challenge us, us on points. And You can totally call me a jerk if you want about that ask Jesus and ask God thing. Yeah. If you want. And don't be afraid to tell your friends about us if you enjoy the program. Or if you if you if, or if you hate the program, or if you know people that will disagree with us, don't be afraid to tell your friends about us. Send, we send them our way. We would like to have we're attention horse. those listeners. No, it's it, it's we we it's a it's a good it's a good way uh, to uh, open forum open forum. Yeah, it's a good way to improve. It's the great thing about the internet is that everybody can communicate. You know, communication with, is the is going to lead to a better future. Oh, it's the most powerful. Uh, source of power like i mean like you know if you know how to communicate with somebody it's basically like evolution where the the good memes of communication and the good the good idea the good memes that are uh put forth in communication they're the ones that are going to survive yep. and lead to better mankind. well now that i think about it 
uh, one of the ingenious things about hum human humanity is is our ability to communicate. Uh, I think that's probably one of the number one uh, reason why we've come so far. Yeah, is the, we were able to not just um, you know physically survive in in a way that um, where we where we just where we just needed our physical traits to survive, where we actually were able to spread cultural and technological knowledge, and that really helped yep. us. Yep. That 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 that's why we've been able to advance technologically, you know, so but so quickly. We're gonna end now. Okay. Right? Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, hopefully, we'll Boo, be back. Dee. Be back next week Dabba with dee, another episode. Yeah.